When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Joe and Amber podcast. Aaron Rodgers may be headed to a new team, but he still wants to play with his BFFs. Joe, Ba, Amber Wilson here with you on ESPN Radio. All you have to do is tell your smart speakers to play ESPN Radio. It is that simple. You can find him on social at Joe Fortball. You can find me as well at Amber W Sports. Joe and Amber is presented by Progressive Insurance at Progressive. They're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so that you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. So we got a wish list from Aaron Rodgers that apparently he sent to the New York Jets where he informed the Jets that if, in fact, he's coming to them, not whether he's coming to them, but if I'm going to come your way, I would like you to go get Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, and tight end Mercedes Lewis, so some of my friends from my past. And oh, by the way, Odell Beckham Jr. also makes an appearance on that wish list. Now, Aaron Rodgers has never played with OBJ, but they are friends. And he said before that he's always wanted to play with OBJ. So now he's just trying to play with all those guys in a New York Jets uniform, Joe. First note on this, and it's not the direction most people would think anyone would go with this conversation, but Mercedes Lewis has been in the league forever. I, I, uh, I, he's late 30s. He has been around forever. I play, I'm 42. I played with a guy in high school who went and played tight end at Michigan and came out in the same draft class as Mercedes Lewis. And that yeah, dude's been out of the NFL forever. And he was a good player. He's a good dude. I'm not, that's not what I'm getting at. Mercedes Lewis has been around okay. forever. It's like 50 years in the NFL. I mean, there's, so there's sign no him. chance the New York Jets would be looking at Mercedes Lewis. There's zero chance. If it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers trying to get his boy a job there, right? Like that's the old, like that is what is happening here. The Jets have depth at tight end. They have a backup tight end. Like they do not need Mercedes Lewis. The only reason that they're considering going after a 38 year old tight end as even more depth that they do not need is to appease Aaron Rodgers, which seems to be maybe why he threw him on the list. Let's just see how far they'll go. How far are they going to bend over backwards for me? That's where this gets really dicey if you're the Jets, because if you're just going to go ahead and grant every single wish Aaron Rodgers throws your way, where does it stop? Where does it end? That's the concern with me. Does he want to join you? Does he want to join the New York Jets? Have you built something that has him interested in being a part of something special? He wants to come into town because he likes what you're doing, and he wants to help put you over the top? Or is he just looking for a place that's going to cater to his every whim because he couldn't get that in Green Bay? And there's nothing wrong with that if that's what he's after. It's Aaron Rodgers. You can do whatever you want. But if you're the Jets, you got to be a little bit worried here. I mean, for crying out loud, you didn't even tr- you're not even trying. Like you're not even trying to make it seem like you might have another option. You just come across as so desperate here. Who's to say the requests end after this? Maybe he doesn't want to come to OTAs. Maybe he doesn't want to participate in training camp for the first week or so. He wants to take that time off and keep his body rested. You know, you never know where things like this are going to end. I don't remember Brady needing all 
told us to go to Tampa Bay. He wanted to win. Tampa had a great defense. They were in a position with weapons on offense where Brady could go and put them over the top. That's one of the main reasons he chose it. If Rodgers has a different pursuit at this point in his career, there's nothing wrong with it. But from the Jets' perspective, you got to be really careful here because if you're just going to keep giving him everything he wants, where is it going to stop, Amber? James did just write on our screen that Brady brought Gronk with him. I mean, he did. Oh, Hall of Fame tight end. Gronk. He did. He did end up eventually asking for AB as well. Too, yeah. Right, or or so it seemed. Right. I mean, Antonio now, Brown I don't could know, play a little bit. That wasn't quite the same situation, though, James, because it wasn't, as we understand it, it wasn't like Brady, when he was considering going to the Bucks, went to the Bucks and was like, here's my wish list of Antonio Brown and Rob Gronkowski, and if you get these guys, then maybe I'll consider coming to you. That wasn't how it went down. I mean, he was there. He was like, hey, you guys have Chris Godwin, and I'm going to go down there and play with him, and then if, in fact, you can bring over Gronk after the fact, great. And then later on, Antonio Brown as well. I mean, that's sort of how it went, which that would make more sense here. If Aaron Rodgers would just tell us, first and foremost, I feel like step one should be, I'm going to the New York Jets. <laughs> like, that should like that should be the first step. And once then, you, yeah, but after once that, you're there, we try to bring everybody contract, to the Green babe, Bay Packers. You lose the leverage. You lose the leverage after you're under contract. That's the problem. Yeah. You're right. You do it your way. You talk to them in advance. Say, look, I'm going to sign. I need you to go get these guys. They go out right. and they do what they can do. You can work on something like that. But the idea, uh, Rodgers is going to lose the leverage. That's the problem there. James, though, that's a pretty good point with Gronkowski and Antonio Brown. I, I feel like the Brown situation may have been a bit of a miss on Brady's behalf. Is it? Is it more the? Is it more the fact that? Is it more the fact that what he's asking for is like kind of not what the Jets need? Well, there's that. There's that, first of all, that it doesn't fit the philosophy of a young, up-and-coming Jets team that's headed the right direction. I don't understand quite bringing these particular players into that organization. There's also kind of this idea that it seems like he's uncomfortable with leaving the Packers because if you're totally comfortable with this idea of going somewhere completely new and having new coworkers, you're probably not trying to bring the old team with you. And that's what it feels like. It's not like a guy he's trying to bring to help him out. Now he's trying to bring several guys. He wants that familiarity. So is he concerned about walking into a new locker room? It is something that he hasn't ever experienced is in his entire very long NFL career. And then the other aspect of this is the Dolphins fan in me is looking at this at this situation like, please, please, please let the Jets go get Randall Cobb and go get Mercedes Lewis and go do these things, Alan Lazard, which they've done, and go do these things, and then Aaron Rodgers, please retire. Because that would be the funniest thing of all time oh, and the most Jetsiest thing of all time. It would Oof. be so good. Are, are you surprised that David Bakhtiari wasn't on his list? <laughs> yeah, well, a little bit. A little bit, actually. I mean, at some point, I guess even Rodgers has to draw the line. You can't just hand him the Packer roster. It's like, why not just stay in Green Bay? At least it's a soft division. Um, whether or not – I don't know how much of this is about him thinking these guys can put them over the top or him just seeing what he can get away with. I, I, no matter what it is, I love this story. I love everything about this story at every single turn. And I'm just, I'm sitting here thinking, how many organizations would put themselves through this? Like, just the level, like, think about when you're trying to date someone when you're younger. Mm -hmm. There's the Aaron Rodgers side of the equation. This isn't male, female. It's just, think about it. We've all seen this. 
There's the Aaron Rodgers side, which has like all this influence, power, trying mm-hmm. to see how much they can get away with. And then there's the other side that's just so desperate, so desperate for the relationship. They're doing everything. Like, have some backbone, Jets, for crying out loud. He's never going to respect you. I mean, I'll go ahead and make this a little bit more gender specific. I will say that women, or at least young women, in my experience, one of the things that we end up doing when we're younger, and maybe guys do this as well. I've just never been a guy, so I'm not aware. But one <laughs> thing that we do when we're younger is we, like, pretend to be whatever the dude that we're trying to impress is. You know, like, we, like, we, yes. and, and, like, sometimes we might talk ourselves into it where we, like, think, you know, but it's like, oh, all of a sudden I like the same TV shows and, like, the same music and I'm trying to you know impress him in some that way that goes both ways I got really Does into it? I dated a girl in law school that was really into like expensive bags I really learned about Fendi and Louie <laughs> and Chanel like more I, I had no idea that world even existed and I would sit there on Friday nights as she so was putting them it. in and out of like the little plastic containers and her filing system wow. I was learning all about it I she made me wear gloves to touch them like some oh of the Birkin goodness. The, well, there's a Birkin, so you know you got to be careful. Yeah, you see what I'm talking about? I know what. Oh I know. Hey, God. listen, I'm 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 big in the game. I know what I'm doing. Apparently, you do know what you're doing. Uh, yeah, I would say that that's something that if I was back out dating now at 40, I probably would not be doing. Like, I feel like I've learned better yeah, over my years. Short. Let's I would not, like we could think. probably still be just as pathetic as we were back then. Well, I would like to believe I be. could be. And that's what the New York Jets are reminding me of right now. They are doing everything <laughs> they can to impress the guy. And we'll see if it actually pays off. Coming up next, the Dolphins have been pretty active over the past few days. Speaking of my Miami Dolphins, I haven't gotten to talk about what they've done at all yet. So we're going to get into that. Joe and Amber is on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. That was an Aaron Rodgers watch. This is the Joe and Amber podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So lots of moves in NFL free agency, including for my Miami Dolphins. Before we get into that, though, Joe loves to try to earn you a little money. So let's get to it. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. I believe this one tips around 10 p.m. Eastern tonight. Let's go with the New York Knicks. Minus two and a half over the Portland Trailblazers. Final game of a four-game road trip for the Knicks that started very poorly. Lost in Sacramento, lost against the Clippers, bounced back Sunday night against the Lakers. So if they can win this and they are rested, they didn't play last night, they can split it 2-2 and head home. Portland has been absolutely abysmal. 5-11 and over their last 16 games, during which time they're 5-10-1 against the spread. They are 27th in defensive efficiency. The Knicks are going to be able to score. The Knicks are going to be able to get some stops. Dame Lillard is a beast, but he deserves better than that roster he plays on. Knicks minus two and a half over the Blazers. Pizza money number three. Adam Schefter tweeting that the trade has been finalized between the Dolphins and Rams. Miami is going to be getting quarterback Jalen Ramsey. They needed some defensive help. They needed a defensive compliment. And Jalen Ramsey is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Maybe the best cornerback in the NFL. I think it takes pressure off of Tua Tungvaluwa. Like I said last year, this was just an extremely mediocre defense as a whole. So the Miami Dolphins... Now have two all-pro corners, Joe, Jalen Ramsey, the newest addition there. Of course, Xavier Howard already, that other all-pro corner on that Miami Dolphins defense. The Rams traded Jalen Ramsey to the Dolphins in exchange for a 2023 third-round pick. That's 77th overall and tight end Hunter Long. Ramsey very excited. He wanted to go to Miami. He tweeted out right after the trade was announced, quote, I prayed for this specifically for about a month, and now it is happening. And he added the Dolphins. He said, let's go. Apparently, this did largely come down to where Ramsey wants to be. He's got a few years left on his deal. The Dolphins go ahead and guarantee a couple of those years as part of this, Joe. Is it weird for me to think or say that God having time on his hands to grant that prayer versus some of the other things going on might be a bit much? <laughs> Not to make light of religion or anything like that, but, you know, Ramsey's got a pretty good situation I right mean- there. I, listen, I, I will say, and I, like- I, I don't, I'm not sure that I've uh, t- spent any of my prayers on Jalen Ramsey coming to the Dolphins. I haven't, but I also am very grateful to the powers that be for making this happen as a right. Miami Dolphins fan. And that's fantastic if it's all working out for everyone. It just feels to me like, I mean, I mean, if God's able. He works in He's mysterious got, ways, as listen, they say. I'm going to leave it at that. Lots of time. Yes. Like, they can, right? God can do all. And this is one of the alls that he did. And yeah. honestly, it's a big all. So I'm going to need you to get on board with this. This makes a good Miami Dolphins defense that was elite in Brian Flores' final year. Took a little bit of a step back, frankly, last season. This makes a defense that should have been better than it was last season because of the names on that defense even better. And it gives hope to Dolphins fans that it'll look like that elite defense once again. Well, here's what you got to do, and this is what I like about Miami. Teams teams that fail often don't understand what type of identity 
they need to be, that they should be, that they should be striving for. The first thing you have to understand is that the easiest way to the playoffs is to win your division. That's the best path to the playoffs. You need to construct your team in a manner consistent with your division. And what I mean by that is, look at the Pittsburgh Steelers. They play outdoors, cold weather. The Ravens, the Bengals, the Browns, that is a division where you need a good defense. You need to have a physical presence, a physical mindset, and you need a big-arm quarterback who can cut through the wind that's going to tear through those cities in the later months of the season. If you're going to be playing in the AFC West, you got to start by thinking about Patrick Mahomes and how you're going to combat that offense. And if you're the Miami Dolphins, you're looking around the AFC East, and you know Josh Allen isn't going anywhere in Buffalo, you know there's a good chance that Aaron Rodgers is going to join the New York Jets, and you got to say to yourself, how are we going to contend within this division? We are going to need a defense, we are going to need a pass rush and or corners who can cover for an extended period of time because those are elite level quarterbacks credit to the dolphins they understand the situation they are facing in the afc east and they are making the moves necessary to combat the strengths of those programs between the bills who we know exist and the jets who could be coming into existence if rogers ever makes up his mind yeah josh allen's life just got more difficult i would say at least in terms of the secondary there for the miami dolphins maybe aaron Rodgers. we'll see if he ends up on the new york jets crazy how we just leave New Mac. England out. I guess we just leave New England out. We don't even bother <laughs> I mean, talking I about threw New England. Mac in there. I mean, Max' life just got a little bit more difficult I'm not throwing as him in well there. Uh, when he's playing the Miami Dolphins. You know, the Dolphins have done work here over the last week. They restructured the contracts of Tyreek Hill and of uh, Byron Jones and Teron Armstead to clear some cap space. They trade for Jalen Ramsey. They pick up Tua Tungavaloa's fifth year option. That also was huge, Joe, because we were wondering what they were going to do here with Tua and I kept saying they need to pick up the fifth, but don't extend him. I think that out of that same draft, we're about to see, you know, the Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrows and Justin Herberts of the world get extended. You don't extend a guy that has the durability concerns that Tua has, but you do go ahead and give yourself more time and pick up his fifth year option. They did that. Also, they signed Mike White as the backup quarterback. And I actually kind of don't mind that move because, yes, it shows they're committed to Tua. Obviously, Tua is their guy. There was this idea like, oh, are they going to go after Aaron Rodgers? Are they going to go after Lamar Jackson? And they kept saying, no, 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 we're not. But it's hard to ever believe NFL front offices. I would say the signing of Mike Mike convinces me they are, in fact, not. That they that Tua is their guy, at least for now, moving forward. But Mike White, you bring in a backup that you hope can actually remain healthy, which was the huge problem with that quarterback's room last season. And then Mike White, listen, he had like a good game for the Jets, and then Jets fans lost their mind and made way too much out of it because they were so desperate because of Zach Wilson. But Mike White is young, and if you feel like you can get something out of him, you have to feel pretty good about that if you're Mike McDaniel because maybe you bring in a quarterback that you feel like you can get something out of in your system in the event that Tua goes down and that he has to be running your offense for multiple games, which unfortunately, when two is at the helm, is a, is a likely scenario. Well, remember, Mike White, or excuse me, Mike McDaniel, his previous stop was in San Francisco under Kyle Shanahan, and Shanahan was able to get a lot out of virtually every quarterback who stepped in under center this year. So if McDaniel's capable of doing the same thing with his offensive system and the weapons that he surrounds the quarterback with, then all you need is a capable guy who, more importantly than anything else, can stay healthy. They probably thought they had that in Bridgewater, and every time he got a shot, he got hurt last year, so you had to consistently work your way down 
to a quarterback in Skylar Thompson who's not really an NFL quarterback. If you go back to his time at Kansas State, he ran the ball a lot more. It's To have him sit back and throw was just, it's very odd that he was the choice for that team, but I digress for a little bit. You're right on the point about Tua and not picking up the, or picking up the option, but not giving him the contract. Why? That's what Arizona should have done. The concern with Tua is he can't stay healthy. The concern with Kyler Murray is that he doesn't have the maturity needed to handle a big contract and to lead his team to the promised land. There was no rush for that team to get that deal done, but they made a mistake. For Miami, good on you. You know that injuries are a huge risk with Tunga Vailoa, so go ahead and buy yourself more time. There's no way to argue this like the Lamar Jackson-Baltimore situation. Jackson deserves to get paid. The question is whether or not they can negotiate something. With Miami, there's no way that that argument can take place. This is the Joe and Amber Podcast. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. NFL free agency is off and running. ESPN's Diana Rossini and Adam Schefter reporting Jimmy Garoppolo is signing with the Raiders. Three-year deal worth $67.5 million, and he is going to be the man there in Las Vegas. It's hard for me to say they're going to be markedly better if I don't know how many games Jimmy Garoppolo is going to play in, and that in lies the rub when it comes to getting in bed with Garoppolo. Is he going to be available? And I don't think that the Raiders will be picking a quarterback in round one. When we think of the desert, we don't think much about rain. Uh, It probably does not feel like it's raining there if you're a Raiders fan right now because at least you have a starting quarterback. So it feels a little bit like sunshine, I would imagine, if you're a Raiders fan. It's been quite the wait to determine who was going to replace Derek Carr under center for the Las Vegas Raiders. And now we know it is going to be Jimmy Garoppolo on a $67.5 million deal. $34 million of that is guaranteed. And Joe, really, this makes all the sense. I mean, it's not a flashy name like Aaron Rodgers, which was being floated about. It's not Lamar Jackson, but Jimmy Garoppolo has that relationship with Josh McDaniels. And Jimmy Garoppolo has had success. Now, can he stay healthy? That's always the rub. And also, by the way, Joe... 
Is Jimmy Garoppolo better than Derek Carr? That's an interesting question. We used to have that debate in the Bay Area all the time because Garoppolo stepped into a pretty solid situation in San Francisco, and when he's on his game, he can be quite impressive. There was a game the year they went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Chiefs. It was in New Orleans. It was the second half of a back-to-back after losing in the rain the week before at Baltimore. They had to go to New Orleans. Tough road back-to-back, and he played huge in that game. The defense did not bail him out. He had to make all the key plays, and they won that game. And they went on to get the number one seed. And if they don't end up nailing that one seed, who knows if they end up making it to the Super Bowl. So Garoppolo has shown flashes. He's been able to make plays. The problem is exactly what you said. He can't stay healthy. And if you can't stay healthy at quarterback, you're not going to be able to win games. On top of that, he has a little bit of that gunslinger in him where he'll make some really head-scratching plays, but it also comes with some brilliance at times as well. So for the Raiders, I like the move. I don't think they overpaid by any stretch. It's not like it cost a whole lot of money to bring him in, and they locked down the position at least a little bit right now because if you look at how everything is shaking down since Carolina traded up to number one, There's no assurances the Raiders, who I believe are sitting at seven, would even have a shot at one of the top four quarterbacks. Obviously, Carolina's taking a quarterback at one. Houston's probably taking a quarterback at two. Arizona's at three, right ahead of Indianapolis, who's at four and needs a quarterback. So someone could trade up to three and grab a quarterback there. We could, theoretically, we could see quarterbacks in each of the first four selections. So the Raiders had to solve this problem because if they didn't get a veteran and they didn't get one of the four top quarterbacks in the draft, it was going to be a really messy offseason heading in the next year. Gators fan in me still cannot believe that AR is about to be a top five pick. Nevertheless, you're right. I don't dislike this move, though, because the Raiders are still going to draft a quarterback, right? I mean, that's really what I feel like this comes down to because with Jimmy Garoppolo, you have the familiarity with Josh McDaniels, and you know there was the tension there between him and Derek Carr where there was some comments by Josh McDaniels that led you to believe that he felt like Carr could not run his system, that it's not shouldn't be that complicated and that guy can't figure it out and run it. Well, at least with Josh, McDan- Josh McDaniel's familiarity there with Jimmy Garoppolo, he knows that Garoppolo can run his system to some extent. They only had two games with Garoppolo as a starter during their shared tenure together in Foxborough, but Jimmy G did work with McDaniels in order to get ready for that suspension that Tom Brady had when Brady had that four-game suspension back in 2016. He didn't end up starting all of those games. Jimmy G didn't because he went down with, you guessed it, a shoulder injury. Nevertheless, traffic. Right? Nevertheless, he worked with Josh McDaniels there to get ready for that time. So they've worked together. And so at least with McDaniels, he can look at Jimmy G and go, okay, that dude knows how to learn my playbook and execute my playbook, which was a big problem, apparently, between him and Derek Carr, or at least that's the impression we got. And what they can still do is also draft a quarterback, and they can still groom a quarterback for the future because of the durability concerns there with Garoppolo. I think what's fascinating about the Garoppolo narrative is that, like you said, there's none, There's going to be no blaming the Raiders here. Like, you're not going to be able to say, well, McDaniels can't coach. It's not Mc, He doesn't understand McDaniels' system like Carr. Carr had a problem with the system. Garoppolo's problem. No, Garoppolo played in that system in New England. He should have no problems picking it up, and they should understand that talking to him and courting him, whether or not he could pick it up. Right? You can go through that process. When these guys took over, they had Derek Carr. They inherited Derek Carr. They picked Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. So for Garoppolo, I'm fascinated to see how much of his success was Kyle Shanahan driven and how much was Jimmy Garoppolo driven. He could come down here 
He could fit right into what the Raiders are doing, play just as well, if not better, and he answers all the questions. It turns out he is a good quarterback, or he could come down here and struggle. And suddenly you're thinking to yourself, man, Shanahan is able to extract a lot out of the guys he has playing quarterback because every time we see him elsewhere, they can't figure out a way to get it done. I think he's going to have success for the Raiders. I think the Raiders are moving in the right direction. They have some, some good pieces in place. They need to build up a little bit. The free agency period hasn't been too splashy outside of Garoppolo, but it's given the division, it's tough to get excited knowing what you're up against, which is the juggernaut that is Kansas City. I think Jimmy Garoppolo will do just fine uh, in your neck of the woods there yeah. in Las Vegas. It'll be it'll be uh, an interesting watch anyways, particularly if he can actually stay healthy. Let's talk about Shanahan's system for a second because he's going to have a new quarterback in that system to try to groom. Is Sam Darnold now going to look like the next coming because he has joined the San Francisco 49ers? I think it's a smart move for a guy like Darnold to to, to to try to resurrect his career there for a couple reasons. One, you're, you're not coming in as the starter. At least it looks like you won't be the starter. It's got to be Trey, Trey Lance, who you spent so much on, or Brock Purdy after how he looked last year. But given the injury concerns to both those guys, you could get a shot. And if quarterbacks are able to play well in that system, this is where Darnold can kind of remake himself, build himself up a little bit, then go back out there and maybe get another shot at a starting job. I find it interesting because apparently there were a lot of rumors that the Rams and the Niners were going toe-to-toe for Baker Mayfield, that they both wanted to try to find a way to get him involved, and now Tampa Bay's apparently in on Baker Mayfield, so that's a whole entirely different story. But if you're Darnold, this is smart. If you're not going to get a starting gig somewhere – Find the best possible backup role in the business. I don't know if there's a better backup role than the one in San Francisco. Do you? Uh, I would I would argue no. The only trepidation I have with it is the fact that, like you said, you're basically the third string. So it's not even a real backup role because now you're competing with two guys. Now two guys who have their own issues in terms of staying healthy. Brock Purdy has a long way to come back. He's probably not going to be ready at the start of the season. Trey Lance, we've seen play such little football that even if he is healthy, I don't know if he's any good, frankly. And so you're not in a terrible position, I guess, but you are competing with two guys rather than one guy, and that's the only reason. Otherwise, for me, it would be hands down. Yes, that's the best backup position that you could be in. But with two guys, it makes me... A little trepidatious about saying that's the best backup role. I would say you're right, except for the fact that Purdy is coming back from a pretty serious elbow injury. Like, that's the type of elbow injury that keeps pitchers apparently out of baseball for like two seasons. And with Trey Lance, there's a legit chance he's just a complete bust. That they went up, got him, and it turns out he can't play at all. So while there are two physical human beings in front of you on the depth chart those two combined may barely be one quarterback at this point in time which would thus still be a nice spot but you're right you are going to have to navigate through because Lance is going to be given every benefit of the doubt and Purdy played so well last year you're going to want to see what you have in him coming off that injury Joe and Amber is presented to you by Progressive Insurance so those are two teams that are not going to be going after Lamar Jackson The longer this storyline goes, and I think that teams can start actually going after Lamar themselves tomorrow. I believe he could have started going after teams on Monday, speaking with teams. I think they can try to start tampering with him, so to speak, tomorrow. But with the Lamar Jackson story, it's an interesting one because we know it's the non-exclusive tag. These other teams can try to offer him a deal, and of course we'll see if the Ravens end up trying to match it. But the amount of teams that would be in on that pursuit – continues to dwindle the further that we get here into this tampering period. 
I wonder what the Jets do if it somehow doesn't work out with Rodgers. At the very least, at the very least, the Jets should just float a rumor that they're going to be looking at Jackson. Like, at the very least, they should float that rumor. To make Rodgers, so Rodgers actually make a yeah, decision? Just just get Rodgers to a point where he stops feeling so damn comfortable about the way he's bossing them around. Like, just float the rumor. Go to one of your reporters, someone that owes you a favor, whatever it may be. Get him to float the rumor that the Jets are quietly analyzing the Lamar Jackson situation. Should it not work out with Aaron Rodgers? And boom, maybe you get something done. On the flip side, that could offend Aaron and his sensibilities, and it could drive him all the way back to Green Bay. So it could blow up in the Jets' face, but I'd have to imagine you love that plan. I don't think Green Bay wants it back, so I don't know if he can go driving back to Green Bay uh, if he he is so inclined, if the Jets upset him at this point. Uh, I I mean... there's a lot of Jets fans out there that are already tired of the Aaron Rodgers story and saga. And we're like a couple weeks into this experience as a Jets fan. So if he is coming to you, Jets fans, buckle up because it's, it's like going a, to be a whole lot of this over the next at least season. It's like that scene in Seinfeld when George has that girlfriend that refuses to accept that he's trying to break up with her. And like, that's the Packers. They're, they're George. It's like, I just <laughs> want this to be over, please. I'm trying to break up with you. Turn your key, Mora. Turn your key. Coming up, a timely reference from 25 years ago. Coming up next here on Joe and Amber as we date ourselves. It is your turn to chime in. Maybe you, too, enjoyed the show Seinfeld. Maybe you have thoughts on Aaron Rodgers. There's a lot of Jets fans that at this point would rather the Jets go after Lamar Jackson than bother at all with Aaron Rodgers. Whatever your take, bring it our way. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. The phone lines are open. Coming up next. This is the Joe and Amber podcast Ten seconds on the clock how many things can you name that are always growing your relationships your skills your customer base how about businesses on Shopify <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage Shopify's there to help you grow Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Phone lines are open here on Joe and Amber. Triple eight, say ESPN. We love when you chime in. 888-729-3776. We're going to get to your phone calls in just moments. Find him on social media at Joe Fortenbaugh. You can find me as well at Amber W Sports. One last time. Let's earn you some money, honey. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. All right, let's go back to that Knicks-Blazers game for a player prop. Josh Hart, one of the newest Knicks, over six and a half rebounds. Hart has only played 13 games with the Knicks since coming over in the trade from, believe it or not, Portland. First seven games, he never played more than 28 minutes. He averaged five rebounds per game. 
but they're finding his role. They're finding a spot for him. That's what's happening to the guys who were traded. They have to work their way into the system. And in the last six games, Hart's played at least 32 minutes in all of those games, and he's averaging nine rebounds per game. This is still being priced as if Hart isn't getting the minutes and the looks when he very much is, in fact, getting the minutes and the looks. Portland 24th in rebounding. Total in this game is 228, so it is priced for some scoring, which means shooting, which means rebounding. Pizza Money number four, final one of the night. Josh Hart over six and a half rebounds. 13 black odds, no winner. Spin the wheel, make a deal. It's a game of chance. Let's play. Call a roulette with Joe and Amber. Triple eight, say ESPN. That's how you get in touch with us here on Joe and Amber. Let's spin that wheel. Brian, Brian is in Missouri. Brian, thanks for the call. What do you have for us tonight? Hey, what's up, guys? Amber, I know how much you love talking about Aaron Rodgers. I am <laughs> curious uh, of your take on psychedelics. Uh, it was my understanding that um, ayahuasca helps to break down the ego. Do you think mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers has taken too much or too little? <laughs> uh, well, maybe this is why question. he was attracted uh, to the trip that is ayahuasca. Uh, I don't have any experience with ayahuasca personally because I have watched Joe documentaries on ayahuasca, and it is quite literally from what I've seen somebody like laying on a floor and vomiting and crying and reliving all of their childhood traumas and that just isn't something that appeals to me generally and I get it people say it's the most enlightening experience and you come out of there a new person and yet the evidence with Aaron Rodgers suggests maybe otherwise because I don't know if any of these is making Aaron Rodgers a totally different person let's be real don't tell my wife or anyone else in my family, but I'm up for it. I would love really? to give something like that a try to see what happens. In a safe, controlled environment, of course. Certainly of course. not on the Las Vegas Legal. Strip, which is directly behind me right now. I feel like that would be a disaster. That's a whole but different kind of trip. Your boy's speaking. Aaron Rodgers is speaking at a psychedelics conference in Denver. Did you see this? Yes, I did. An interesting move. Let's go. Uh, an, inter- inter- an interesting look uh, for, you know, somebody who is involved with the National Football League. I, I keep wondering, like, what does the NFL think about any of this? Uh, it's interesting. L- listen, I... It's it's a growing space, Joe. It is a growing space. It is legal now certain places. I don't know. I think like Portland, right? I don't know if I'm going out there and doing any of these psychedelics anytime soon. Psychedelics just, I mean, they appeal to me not at all. Like I'm who would have not somebody who wants to see things that are not there or experience things again. Like I am good, man. <laughs> no, good. you're not good. Let me let me I'm be the good. first to tell you you are not good. I'm and good this psychedelic science here. conference, I don't need an alternate reality. I'm good. Who who rocks. this psychedelic science conference? Who would have thought something like that would be held in Denver? Just a complete oh, upset. Right. That Denver Shocking. would would Listen, host something like that. The, the only upset which what there, state is Denver in, by the way? Uh, that would be Colorado. Uh, the and only, where 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 were you just this past week? I was, weekend? I was, but I'm back now. Uh, yeah. The only I'm upset there the is that it's in Denver and not in Boulder. Frankly, that would be the only one <laughs> that might right. be slightly more appropriate than Denver. <laughs> Let's spin the wheel. Terrence, Terrence calls us from Georgia. Terrence, thanks for the call again tonight. What do you have for us? Uh, that's guys. First of all, I missed you. That's number one. Thank you, Terrence. Thanks, number Terrence. two, Darren Waller. What a steal! If he can ball out like he did with uh, with Derek Carr, 
the Giants, the Giants are on to something. Yeah, I mean, listen, we talked about it a little bit earlier in the show, and if you miss anything on Joe and Amber, you can always check out the podcast on the ESPN app where Joe, Darren Waller can be a big pickup for the Giants and can really help Daniel Jones if, in fact, he can stay healthy. I mean, he was the truth, but he was the truth a couple years ago, and and certainly the last couple years his career has been derailed with injuries. Waller's a fantastic story, kicking the addiction that uh, so plagued him early in his life, and early in his career, I should say bouncing back, getting an opportunity with Gruden's Raiders, and then doing everything he could to turn that into an NFL career. He's a remarkable story. He's had a couple great seasons. The injuries have been a major concern, major concern. And I do think there is something a bit troubling to the fact that the Raiders need weapons on offense to go with Garoppolo, and they just traded one of them away. I wonder if there's more to that than meets the eye. But if he stays healthy in New York, the Giants might have something there for Daniel Jones. Joe and Amber is presented by Progressive Insurance. Let's spin that wheel. Corey. Corey is in New York. Corey, thanks for the call. Go ahead. Hi, Amber. Hi, Joe. Hey, um, I'm a Jets Guten fan. Tag. And I say Taga, but at this point, we better get Rodgers because with Tannehill. Yeah, Corey, you're breaking up a little bit, but I did get the gist of what you're saying at this point. You're a Jets fan, and at this point, you better get Rodgers. You're going to end up with somebody like Ryan Tannehill. (laughs) I do wonder where the Jets go from here if it's not Aaron Rodgers. Again, the Dolphins fan in me, the evil Dolphins fan in me, wants so badly Aaron Rodgers to just force the Jets to just pick up the Alan Lazards and Randall Cobbs of the world and Mercedes Lewis's for absolutely no reason and then just swerve and like retire on us or just try to stay in Green Bay or go somewhere else. That would be the most hilarious story ever. And then what do the Jets do? I mean... The Jets would just continue being the Jets. People are so concerned about what ends up happening if this falls through and Rodgers doesn't land with the Jets. Nothing. The Jets continue to be the Jets. Every Jets fan knows what that means. Every non-Jets fan knows what that means. They just continue on with their Jets-like existence. I will say that if something like that happens, I will be tuning into Greenberg 24 hours straight. Every piece of Mike (laughs) Greenberg content put out there, I will be eating with a knife and fork because it will be delicious. Spin the wheel. Blake. Blake is in South Carolina. You have 30 seconds, Blake. Go ahead. Hey, how's it going, John Amber? Just want to call about uh, Carolina. I've heard a lot about the trade, but more from the Chicago side. Uh, So I just want to know, like, if we get C.J. Stroud, uh, we're having receiver problems right now. I know it just come down. We're talking with Adam Thielen. But what do you look like with the with the awesome defense we have in the addition of Von, Mel, Von Bell for next year? Uh, that's interesting that you're convinced that it's C.J. Stroud. I, too, think that they're going to end up going with Stroud, Joe, at that number one for Carolina. Yeah, it looks like Stroud, the betting markets moved dramatically. He was, uh, I think, minus 110 to be the first pick, and within a couple hours he was minus 350. There's a report that it could be Richardson still, but I think Stroud's the guy. I think Stroud's the guy, and you don't move up and trade for the number one unless you're convinced that the guy there you can get is going to pan out, so they must be very high on him. This has been the Joe and Amber Podcast. You can listen to Joe and Amber live weeknights from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, or on your smart speaker. Joe and Amber, the podcast.